Hey, my name is Anthony O'Connell. I'm a man with a high voice and a podcast. We do a feast or pass, rate it one to feast, great dining experiences, and more. Hartley Farms, spiciest dishes in Columbus, Ohio. What made him become a hot sauce super fan? Carolina Reaper Ramen at Satori Ramen. Hoggies Triple X Inferno Reaper Wings. The best fast food french fries. Spiciest wings in Columbus. Our drums are flat spicier. We talk about ring sting, which is a scientific term. How your brain reacts to extremely spicy food. How to objectively rate a hot sauce. In less than a year in business, his hot sauce is now in the North Market as well as an Atlas Tavern restaurant. Spiciest dishes in Columbus, Ohio. If you want to talk hot sauce and or spicy dishes, reach out to either one of us. We'd love to chat. Hit him up at fartleyfarms.com, upperfeastside.com for me. What made you fall in love with hot sauce? Like when did you become a super hot sauce lover? It was really like when I was a kid going camping. Uh, So we would go camping and we just have this terrible food and it would come out burnt half the time and it wasn't very flavorful. And so we'd get just kind of some standard Mexican restaurant hot sauce bottles. I think El Yucateco is probably the closest to what we used to take. And it just, we just started adding it and some people would respond differently to it. And like, it would be too hot for them, even when it's a jalapeno sauce. And so we just started ratcheting it up further and further. And uh, to the point where like, none of us could eat it. And it would just be that challenge. And like, oh man, like this, this hurts so much, but it, it was fun. And that reaction is a, a lot of what kind of drove us into this is uh, being able to see that because it's it's the great, the great equalizer, right? Like everybody has a different tolerance. Um, some people aren't affected at all by hot sauce or the spiciness. So that's been a lot of fun. It really is. And, and that, that's very similar to how I started. Um, I've always been a spicy fan, but in high school, we would go to like B-dubs or roosters, whatever. And I'd always order like middle level heat. Mm-hmm. And one night my buddies were like, hey, get the spiciest. Don't be a coward. Yeah. So I got the spiciest and it hurt and it was killing me. But I loved it and I fell in love with it. And I've been like a heat seeker ever since. Like I just love, love spice so much. Yeah. Friends are, friends are great that way. It's like, oh, you're not going to get it too much of a wuss. It's like, oh, I'll show you. Yeah. And now like sometimes they'll be like, don't do that. Like when I lived in New York, I went to this place out this Korean restaurant way out in Queens and they have like the city's spiciest uh, soup. I forget the name of it, but it was like a spicy soup, whatever. And I ordered it and it was truly the hottest thing I've ever had. Like it was hotter than any wing. It was hotter than Indian food. Like it was the hottest dude. Like I was sweating, my nose was running, but I ate all of it. I did not do it in the timeframe. So I didn't get a prize or anything, (laughs) Yeah, but I did it. Like, have you ever done any cool challenges like that? So the most similar that I've done is the Shinigami Reaper Ramen uh, from Satori Ramen. That was kind of the first challenge that that I did. That one destroyed me. Like we we have the list uh, and Shinigami Reaper Ramen is still toward the top, uh, but it's now been uh, un, unseated. Uh, uh, there's a new champion and that is the oh Hoggies Triple X Inferno. They have like an uncut version that was essentially just eating Reaper paste on their wings. Like, have you had Hoggy's wings before? I have. I've never had their uncut version. I've had the normal hot one that they have year round. But I was actually talking to the the owner's son and he was telling me about the challenge they do every year. And this spring he invited me to it. I'm like, I'm definitely, I'm there 100%. They grow their own reapers outside of the restaurant. So like in the fall, if you go there, you'll see the reapers and the scorpions as they grow just outside the doors. Just kind of sitting there. But yeah, that was, it was brutal. Like I was getting the shakes. I was like (laughs) headed. Uh, the rest of the day was awful. You know, it's, I have a lot of folks that are like, why, why do you do this? It's like, I'm just curious. I want to see what the hottest dish in Columbus is. I want to see what is the spiciest and what people can come up with. How about something a little more chill, a little more casual, hot pockets, feast or pass? <laughs> it, it depends. Which ones are we going with? 
uh, hot pocket wise? Like, well, is there me, a particular one? I mean, I, I was envisioning either pepperoni or ham and cheese. Those are the only two I'm really familiar with. Full disclosure, I haven't had a Hot Pocket in years. <laughs> <laughs> I just think it's fun to bring it up. So Hot Pockets, any oh. flavor, feast or pass. Man, I used to eat the meatball Hot Pockets so often. And I it, it's been very similar. It's been a long time since I've had one. Uh, I think at this point, I'm, I'm going to pass. I'm going to pass on the Hot Pocket. Can never cook it all the way through. And so there's yeah. always that cold bit somewhere in there. It's just hiding. <laughs> Yeah, it like defies the laws of physics, right? It's like scalding hot yeah. on one side, ice cold in the middle. I, What's I going on? Yeah. Raisin canes, feast or pass? Oh, feast all the way. Like raisin canes probably for me is my number one chicken finger, especially in the Columbus area. Like I know some people listening may, may be like Zaxby's is the only way to go in the United States for chicken fingers. But for me, uh, canes and that cane sauce always get an extra one. Oh my um, God. Absolutely. <laughs> it's an extra 25 or 50 cents. I don't remember, but it's, it's definitely worth it. Do you know the, uh, the secret order with the bread at Cane's? I mean, I've cut the bread in half and made it like a little chicken fingy sandwich. If that's what you're talking about. So it, that that's also, you know, that's a pro tip. That's a good one. Uh, but you can order butter both sides. Otherwise they only order, they only give it to you with butter on one side. So you can Whoa. get double butter on there. Oof, it's the I'm best. Into that. It's life changing. Yeah. <laughs> Raisin canes is a huge feast for me, but I actually, I think their French fries suck. I, I don't, I was going to say mediocre, but I think they're worse than mediocre. <laughs> the crinkle but, fries, not a fan. Well, I mean, at least in my experience, every time I get a raisin canes fry, it's always kind of like mushy and like, it's not, I, I don't think I've ever had a crispy fry there ever. Nice. So sometimes I'll order just chicken fingers and sauce because the chicken fingers and the sauce is truly elite, truly amazing. Yeah. Feast, you know, big, huge jumbo feast there. <laughs> so then who, who has the best French fries? Wow. That's a tough question. Um, yeah, there's a lot out there. Yeah. So I guess, I mean, I'd probably say like maybe, maybe Chick-fil-A's waffle. I'm, I'm a big fan of that. Okay. Also, I like Wendy's on a good day. Like Wendy's is very hit or miss for me, but the when Wendy's gets it right, they get it right. <laughs> I'd have to throw Burger King on there too. Like Burger King fries, pretty good. McDonald's is probably dead last for me. Uh, well, no, steak and shake would be dead last because I, I hate shoestring fries. Like me too. Get out of here with that skinny yeah. fry. It's ridiculous. Use You're a fork to eat yourself. these. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so, what's your favorite one? Would you say Burger King is your favorite? So, are we talking fast food only? Yeah. Oh man, I I would probably go with Wendy's as my number one fry. Like I think consistency wise, it's it's the best. Um, now we're gonna do one to feast, and it's right. like one to five, but we say feast for fun. And I know you love chicken wings and you have a great uh, blog of spicy swing in Columbus, but I like to keep things a little general up top. Mm -hmm. So um, Buffalo Wild Wings specifically, their chicken wings, one to feast. Go like a, a three, probably. I mean, I, I'm not going to say no to Buffalo Wild Wings, but it's not one that I go out of my way for. Like it's similar with a, a lot of chains. I'd rather go someplace local and try that out. I, if you present me with Buffalo Wild Wings, I'm not going to turn my nose to it. I'm going to be like, yeah, I'm, I'm eating these. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think all chicken wings are good. It's, it's kind of like for me, like with pizza, you can't make a bad pizza. And with B-dubs, I, I think they have great sauce, man. I think that spicy garlic is delicious. The yeah. wild is really good. I know they just changed their their blazon. They took the blazon off and put a Carolina Reaper one on instead. Um, so their their traditional blazon are, are gone now. I know Whoa. some people were super upset. They're like, oh, this is my favorite. Dude, I got a blazon wing challenge t-shirt. I guess I got to burn it now. It's it's, yeah. it's outdated. It's, it's worthless, man. People are going to be like, whoa. <laughs> Have you defeated the blazon wing? 
Uh, I did not. I it was on my list. I had intended to do it at some point. Then they got rid of it, and I was like, well, okay. So, have you ever had it before, just like casually? Uh, I had not. Yeah. So they the last time that I've been to B Dubs was before I was like super into always getting the spiciest thing at a restaurant. And so it was the more traditional. I think there's a mango habanero on there of some yeah. sort. Um, so some more of the fruity and kind of mid-tier sauces is is what I would go for. So when you do your spiciest challenge, and do, do you consider flavor as well? Like if it's just pure capsaicin, is that a vibe killer for you? Like, do you prefer to have flavor and super heat? Yeah, so we, we have a couple of rules in, in our list. And one of the rules is that it can't be an extract. So like Tula Taqueria, their hottest uh, sauce actually has extract in it. So we will not review that. We don't really take flavor into account. It's more just... From a spicy level, a, a purely spicy level, where does this sit? And there are some toward the top that I did not enjoy uh, from a flavor perspective. It was either the peppers were raw and that that's always unpleasant. It's more just what is the spices? Because I end of the day, I don't want to judge restaurants, right? Like I, I don't want to tell somebody like this is a good restaurant or this is a bad restaurant. My palate is not refined enough to actually make that distinction. And mm-hmm. so... I knew what I knew, which is I understand spicy to a, a large degree, and I can actually rank them fairly well. Now, now that our list is, I think we ended at 92 today uh, <laughs> when we added it to, to Reddit, but understanding kind of that mid-range heat, like that's where it gets a bit murky, and then the highest ones, so one through 20, we feel is pretty accurate overall. Yeah, that's, what was, that's kind of what I was thinking is when you were talking about like ranking it, it seems like the waters get a little muddy between like, you know, if it's a scale of 20, 17 to 20, it's like, what's really the difference? Like, how could you yeah. possibly gauge that? Yeah. And it, it gets similar to the five guys saltiness, right? Like it's different per day uh, because these are not fast food restaurants. So it's not down to a science. Whoever is working the kitchen, they may add a little extra that day or a little less that day. And so even folks that read our posts on Reddit, they'll go and be like, oh, I didn't think it was that spicy. And it's like, I have no control over that, right? <laughs> like it, we, I may go a second time and it may be way less spicy or it may be more spicy. So that, that's kind of the fun to me is it's not an exact science. It's something where we, we do our best and uh, we, we just let folks know that those exist. I've definitely experienced that. Um, are you familiar with, I believe it's called Max. It's like down in like the short North-ish. Yep, proper pub. Yeah. Yep. So I went there a couple years ago and I got these chicken wings and I swear to God, they were so freaking hot, right? Yep. And then I told everyone, dude, these wings are so spicy. They're so delicious. And we went like three different times and they were not spicy at all. And everyone looked at me like I was a baby. And I'm like, dude, maybe I was an annoying customer and the waitress like pranked me or something. But I swear to God, these were spicy. We had gotten them at one point and it was kind of a a pasty sort of sauce. And then same thing, like we recommended it to a few folks uh, that we knew and they went and tried it. And it was more of a liquidy kind of almost buffalo sauce. And so it was almost like we had done it the final week that they had that version. And then from there, they decided to change it to either something that had less hot peppers or something along those lines. But that was another one where taste wasn't great. It was just super hot. And so I don't know if they got offended and they, they changed it or whatnot, but <laughs> dude, I'm so glad I'm not the only one, the same yeah. restaurant, you had the same experience. That's amazing. Yeah. So do you feel like, cause I've never done any kind of like official, like a bunch of tests or anything is would you say a drummer or flat is more spicy? Like, is there a difference? So it it's interesting because like a flat, you probably use your fingers and your mouth a lot more. Like I with with a flat for you, are you a I'm gonna pull it apart and get all the meat, or do you try to like 
tongue the meat that's in the middle, which sounds terrible. And I, yeah, I'm sorry I, for that. I tongue but. it. <laughs> <laughs> so I, for me, it's, I, I grab both ends of this and I, I like bite on the top and then you can pull it apart and you can get that meat in there pretty easily. And so after I started doing that, it's about the same. Uh, but initially similar to you when I was, uh, for lack of a better word, tonguing the, <laughs> the middle meat, um, yeah, it, it ends up being spicier because it feels like it gets more on your your lips and a little more on your mouth. Now to cool it down, do you go blue cheese or ranch? I typically go blue cheese. Like I used to go ranch because I thought blue cheese was gross. And then I found out that blue cheese is amazing in general and was like, I'm never going back. So when, when I do decide to, to cool it down, I, I go with the blue cheese. I don't know about you, but when I eat super hot things, like I feel like my mouth can handle it because I just mentally tell myself I'll be fine. Yep. But the next day, the stomach troubles, the bathroom troubles. Yeah. That's what really bothers me. Yeah. The uh, scientific term, I think, is ring sting. Um, and so <laughs> that is definitely a, a real thing that, that people feel because they, I, I don't know how far we want to get into this, but like you have TRPV1 receptors all over your body, and that's what senses the spice and the capsaicin. And so you have that on your other parts as well. And so in, you feel it, out, you feel it. Uh, but you, you do build up a tolerance to that over time. Like if you uh, eat enough spicy things like, like I do, not not bragging that's like, I don't get ring sting ever. But uh, yeah, it over after a while, I don't know if it like is numb to it or I have no idea at this point. I once read, and I did not fact check this at all, but I once read that your body, like your brain thinks that you're on fire. Like yes. that's why it freaks out and like yeah. you start salivating and crying and stuff. Have you heard that too? Yeah, so that that is scientifically accurate, where uh, those receptors are intended to prevent you from harm. And so when you eat something spicy, your tongue sends off these messages. And that's why you sweat, like your body is trying to cool you down. Uh, that's why you get a runny nose, like your body is still just everything it, it's doing is trying to cool you down in general, because there's fire in your mouth at that point. There's even some folks that their uh, earwax like loosens up so much that they go deaf for oh like minutes at a time when they're eating spicy food. So yeah, your, your body hates you when, when you're doing this. It's like, why? And so then you get the euphoria, the lightheadedness when you're eating something super spicy. And I, I think that's kind of why people do it. Some people just kind of chase the spicy dragon and they're like, this, this is great. I love this feeling. So yeah, it's the science behind it is super interesting. Hey, just wanted to say thank you so much for listening so far. If you're liking it, please subscribe, tell a friend. If you're loving it, please give us a five-star review. Since you do have such amazing hot sauce and you have like very good artisanal hot sauce, are you, would you say that you're somewhat of a sauce snob? Like, would you rather have no hot, like if your options were a mediocre hot sauce or no hot sauce, would you choose the mediocre hot sauce? I think it depends on what we mean by mediocre. So are, are you saying kind of a general grocery store, Frank's or Tabasco? Yeah, exactly. Like I personally don't like Tabasco the Tabasco Chipotle variety is decent, but just straight up Tabasco to me just tastes like vinegar and like a little bit of spice. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's been fermented in, in barrels for years and years by the point it gets to you. So uh, it, it definitely is a lot of vinegar. From a grocery store standpoint, there's definitely the right time to use those. Like I'll, I'll use Tabasco on eggs. You know, we, we use our sweet habanero quite a bit on eggs as well, but I, I'm not opposed to Frank's. It really, where I start to become a bit snobby at all is when I taste a sauce that's a craft sauce that I don't like. Um, there are definitely some that I think are overly salty. There are some where I just don't like the flavor profile. Frank's and Cholula and all of these grocery store ones, they they have it down and you know what to expect there. 
but from time to time I'll, I'll get one uh, from another craft maker and it just, it's not my style. I find that a lot with tomato sauces, like tomato based uh, hot sauces, just not a big fan. I really respect how on your blog, you post other people's hot sauce. Like yeah. some people are afraid of giving anyone else shine, but I think, you know, the hot sauce fans just want hot sauce content. Have you ever came across someone that you posted their hot sauce and they, they felt weird about it. Like, why are you posting my hot sauce? Like you're the competitor. Why are you doing this? Or has everyone been cool? Yeah. Well, you haven't had anybody that, um, reached out with a negative reaction. Uh, sometime we try to reach out to folks ahead of time. Cause we really just want to feature their business. And, um, that's part of why we do it is like market research and understanding how did you get your start? What are you currently doing? Where are you in stores? Uh, and just learning more about their process. And so sometimes we won't hear a response or somebody will be like, I don't really have anything to add. Just use our about us. But past that, nobody's been mean or, or like, Ugh, get out of here. Stop doing that. So yeah, we're, we're getting back into it this year. Uh, it, you can see behind me, like I've, I've got some sauces lined up that oh, yeah. I'll be trying out. But yeah, it's, it's a good time. There are some that I, I don't particularly like. And that's another reason why I just want to focus on their business and, and talk about that a bit instead of. We, we used to do a rating system and it was very intense. It was like out of 50 points, what do you rank this as? And there are taste and smell and all these other things. And once we started selling sauces, it just didn't feel right. It was like, let's, let's just feature them um, as a company and talk to them and try to try to just put them out there a little more. That's fair. I, I feel like it'd be hard to objectively rate a sauce. Like, cause are you just tasting it with a little spoon? Because the flavor is going to change vastly if you do like a little pretzel stick dip or like a chicken wing or whatever. Like, how do you possibly rank it? Yeah, it's uh, that's kind of why we stopped also is we we looked at the the data of how we had ranked things and it was generally between a 38 and a 44. Like there were a couple sauces that were a 49 or a 50, but everything kind of just averaged out over time. Because they there are different uses for different sauces. Some are bad on a spoon, but as you mentioned, like on a cracker or on a taco, like totally different because you're mixing it with other flavors. So but again, that's kind of why we decided to stop rating them overall and just enjoying them and enjoying the the business aspect of it as well. So with your business, Fartley Farms, when did you start Fartley Farms? Yeah. So as a um, as a site, we started in I think it was early 2019. Uh, so Atlas Tavern was the, the first one that we did. And that was the, the first spiciest dish. They have a, a Reaper, Buffalo Reaper. I think they have a teriyaki Reaper as well. And uh, fun fact, they now carry Fartley Farm sauces for their wings. Congrats. Um, and the Serrano garlic is used on their Hella's Real Grilled Cheese. Like that, that still blows my mind that we were able to get that done. But from there, we started to continue to work on our recipes and kind of hone those a bit. A lot of taste testers. Uh, and then started selling in March of 2020. So almost a year into it at this point and got five sauces now. And yeah, it's, uh, it's been a crazy ride. Congrats, man. That's incredible. Like you're, you're at a restaurant and you're at the North market, which I'm a North market, super fan. Anyone who listens to this knows that. Yeah. <laughs> How did, did you have to pitch yourself to them or did they reach out? Like they discovered your blog or something? How'd that happen? Yeah. So Atlas Tavern actually reached out to me and they were like, Hey, we saw like your post about, um, you know, our, our wings, would you be interested in, uh, partnering a bit? And I was like, yeah, sure. And so they tried the sauce and, uh, we end up now just selling gallons to them, which is pretty incredible. Like <laughs> I, I was the kid in college that, uh, I would buy frozen chicken breasts and I wouldn't like spice them up at all. I wouldn't flavor them. It was just 
chicken breasts and that was kind of it and now here i am like making sauces that people are eating in restaurants and and buying so it's it's kind of blown my mind like i was thinking about it at the beginning of this year is how far i've come as a uh, cook and then how far the business has come as well that's beautiful man how does that make you feel knowing that you've been doing it less than a year and you're already met this level of success it's scary to, <laughs> to a degree it's like okay how do i top that last year, right? How do I continue to increase the business and and get more people excited about hot sauce and spicy foods in general? And I found that a lot of it just boils down to being authentic, right? Like continuing on on Reddit and like highlighting other folks and uh, good things tend to happen from there. And you know, folks like you who who buy the sauce, like I I'm just so appreciative to to everybody that's been along the way. We have over 500 orders that we've. Um, you know, been able to ship out. And so, yeah, it, it never ceases to blow my mind. So how did you go from a college kid eating unflavored, unseasoned chicken yeah. to a recipe maker who's making all kinds of recipes? Like, what was that transition like? So I, a lot of it was my my wife. Like I met her in, uh, in college and she introduced me to Indian food and Thai food and, um, you know, Japanese food and all these different flavors. And over time, like I started to cook a little more at home, read through recipe books and just start to, to work with different flavors that I never tried before. Uh, and then when I got a, I got some Carolina Reaper seeds from my parents and I was like, well, I'll, I'll grow these in, in a garden. And once I grew them and they fruited, I was like, well, what do I do with these? So I made a hot sauce, uh, just added some carrots and onion and garlic and salt. It was so bad. It was <laughs> such a bad sauce, but I was like, all right, like let, let's tweak this a bit more. And so kept tweaking and I would take it in to, to my day job and actually have folks try it out there at, at lunch and kind of same reaction. Like they'd sweat and they'd laugh and be like, oh, like our mouths are on fire, but I really wish it had more flavor. And so just kept tweaking and tweaking and tweaking. And it, at this point, we're at about 20 or so recipes that we have just stored away. Um, we have five sauces, but we're still trying to perfect those others and figure out what makes the most sense to, to put out there, right? Um, so our cranberry habanero was the last one in and we were trying to get it out before Thanksgiving, but people love it even without turkey. And so that that's pretty, it's pretty nuts. Like, <laughs> I still don't know what happened. That's awesome. That's so fun. So would you say that is your wife kind of the mastermind behind the recipes or would you say you both work together on it? It's mainly just me. Like, oh, cool. She She's not super into spicy things. That's when we know things are at kind of a mid-level spiciness uh, is when she sweats a bit. Like she'll she'll power through. And so with some of the, the dishes that we try, curry especially, you know, she, she loves curry and she'll power through that. But yeah, she won't try a majority of my sauces. Like her favorite sauce is one from Fat Cat. They're out of Florida. It's a peach maple bourbon hot Ooh, sauce. That sounds fun. And yeah. It's so good. Like I, for her birthday one year, I got her a case of it just because like <laughs> she plows through the sauce, but yeah, she'll, she'll smell it and just kind of give me a, Oof, no, and just walk away. Uh, so I have other testers that they'll, they'll try it out and uh, kind of give me feedback on that. So yeah, she, cool. she doesn't spend much time uh, <laughs> around the kitchen when I'm cooking. So your first recipe, the first one that was kind of kind of not ideal, did you Google like hot sauce recipe or you just went in blind and just went nuts? Yeah, so I had, I read, uh, there was a book. I can't remember whose book it was, but it was like 60 or so recipes of hot sauces. And so I started to see the trends in each of those. Of, you know, okay, uh, you've garlic, salt, 
um, onion and carrots. Carrots is more of a filler that kind of tones down the heat without detracting too much from the flavor and then just vinegar. So you start playing with the ratios and then I, I did some Googling after the one turned out poorly. I started tweaking it a bit. There are different Reddit or subreddits that have a lot of hot sauce recipes in there. And so now we even have some on our own site, fartleyfarms.com, where like some of the recipes that we sell, we actually have those recipes online as well. Oh, so like cool. if, if you want to try it at home, go for it. Like it, it's something where uh, if you have the peppers, if you have access to it, I highly recommend it. A lot of people ferment, not a big fan of fermenting. Like I, I've tried it. It gives you that tangy taste. So Tabasco is fermented in barrels. And I, I don't know, like, especially during quarantine, a lot of folks started fermenting. I just, just cook the sauce. Like it, it's okay. <laughs> it, for me, the flavors end up better. So yeah, I, I don't know. It's been an interesting trend to watch over time. You know, what I wish would be a more popular trend is I love a thick sauce, like a sriracha. I oh, wish yeah. more hot sauces were thick, but it seems like they're all just kind of like, you know, more what viscous would be the word. I don't know. They're more liquidy. Yeah. So that that's one of the reasons that we don't like fermented sauces a lot of the time is because they end up being more liquidy, less substance in there. Uh, we also don't use any thickeners. So if you get one of our sauces, it'll separate if it's been sitting on a shelf for a while or it sits in your fridge for a while. And initially it was like, well, do we use xanthan gum? Do we use something to thicken it up? Uh, and decided it's natural. Like we're, we're not using a ton of preservatives in there. Uh, a lot of times it's really just peppers, garlic, uh, salt, and, and vinegar. And so we want to keep it as straightforward as we can. Um, no need to add additional chemicals, although xanthan gum is a, it's a natural thickener. So nothing wrong with it. Um, <laughs> But yeah, the, the thickness is definitely something that, uh, have you had torchbearer sauces? I have not. Would you recommend it? Oh yeah. Like that, that was one that we initially kind of looked at them, not, not as idols necessarily, but you know, how, when you're a kid, you look at the grownups and you kind of pick one to a role model. That's what I was looking there for. There you go. <laughs> um, so look at them as a role model of our, th- our, our sauces can be thick. They don't need to be super thin. Uh, it ends up costing more from an ingredient standpoint because it is thicker and it's using more of those ingredients that aren't vinegar. But end of the day, like a lot of folks are just going to mix it in. So what does it matter if it's thick or not? So Good point. I, I, I'm on board with thickness. Do you have any unpopular food opinions? I hate tomatoes. Only tomatoes? Like, do you like a tomato sauce, but not the tomato itself? Correct. That's I, fair. I like tomato sauce. Uh, I like ketchup. I like salsa, but a tomato whole is, is bad. Uh, so it sounds like that may not be all that unpopular. That's no, that's fair. That's, that's good enough. What about a caprese salad? We pair it with some mozzarella. Nope. No, nope. not, not doing it. Bruschetta or is it bruschetta? I, I don't know. Either way, not, not eating it. Like tomatoes coming off. I'll eat the mozzarella uh, and I'll eat the, the little toasty guy that's underneath, but no, it's really all the right. only food that I'm like, absolutely not. No way. With Fartley Farms, what would you say your goals are? Like, would you like to do this full-time? I know you mentioned you have a day job. Like, would you like this to be your full-time job? Like, what are, what are your, kind of your thoughts on that? Yeah, so, I mean, it, we're going to see where things go in 2021. As it is, I talked about, like, the 500 orders, and that was kind of a, a cool landmark. But we're trying to get into some local stores. So, uh, Hills Market or uh, Wyland's Market, some other ones here in Columbus, then Jungle Gyms down in Cincinnati, trying to get in there since that's like a, a hot sauce palace to a degree. And then just kind of see where it goes. We, we want to fill out the lineup like we have two, three, four, six, and eight right now. And so we're trying to go zero through nine 
uh, some of that is just so we can make zip code packs, right? And you can Ooh, sell, sell five for like 43235 or 43210. So that that's another thing that we're thinking about doing. And really, it's more just kind of the, the side hustle at the moment. Uh, the, cool. the passion outside of the the day-to-day just because it's it's so unstable at the moment like we started doing this in the pandemic and so <laughs> it was like all right we're gonna start selling in march boom pandemic and it was like oh well all right we're gonna we're gonna see what happens uh so farmer markets were out the window and so really just trying to get back into that as things start to open back up and yeah we'll see what happens hey you're already in some restaurants i think you're crushing it yeah. man you're in the north market you're in, you're in a restaurant i think that's great Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> and you're definitely passionate about your hot sauce. I think that's awesome. So what would you, if you were to do like an elevator pitch for Fartley Farms, mm-hmm. what would you say? I mean, we've been working on this this year. Like it's, I, I have not been good at these. Uh, Fartley Farms is a small batch award-winning hot sauce maker from Columbus, Ohio. Um, our goal is to, with fun names and fresh flavors, bring uh, I don't know, more spice to your life. I, I try to prevent saying that the spice to your life. Cause that typically is reserved for like talking about the bedroom or whatever, but just really kind of bringing spicy back to Columbus. Like we, we post, uh, the spicier dishes in the spicy subreddit on Reddit. And people are like, Oh man, like Columbus looks like this spicy Mecca. And it's like, yeah, like we have a lot of crazy cuisine and a lot of spicy dishes here. Um, with K John's leaving in 2018, I think it was like when he sold to hot shots, uh, we just saw an opening of, you know, we, we want Columbus to still be known for those things. And we want Columbus to still be thought of as this place for hot sauce. And there are, I think seven or so other hot sauce makers in Columbus right now. Uh, it's just been, been fun to kind of bring it back and get to know those folks as well. Wow, dude, that's so cool. <laughs> I love that. That's so exciting. This hot sauce business Okay. So you have this amazing hot sauce company. You have the blog where you go eat the spiciest dishes. Mm-hmm. If you were to tell someone who's going to come to Columbus and you want to showcase that we are the spicy town that you know and love, what three restaurants would you suggest? It's a good question. So it'll depend on the time of the year to a degree, because in the fall, that's when you get a lot of the the spots that'll have the like one time spicy dishes. So like your Mikey's late night slice with fiery death pizza and hate sausage. That's one that um, I would recommend to folks. One that's kind of throughout the year, honestly, like, and it because I mentioned earlier that our sauce is there, it may sound a little biased, but Atlas Tavern like has such a good array of sauces, and their Reaper barbecue is just nuts. Like it sticks to your mouth, and the spiciness just hangs out there. <laughs> uh, so that's probably a big one. I think Fukuryu Ramen, their Red Dragon. There are actually seven levels of that. They only show you three uh, because they don't want you to go further than three. So we went with the four and that's probably the right amount of spicy for a lot of folks. They said seven is essentially just eating chili uh, at that point. I'm, I'm not going to do that. It sounds gross. Here, real and, quick, I'm going to interject with with this ramen. I did the level three and I thought it was insanely hot. So maybe yeah. you must have a really high tolerance for heat because <laughs> you're really casual about this level four. Yeah. I So that was a good like rainy day. Like, oh man, I need to clear out my sinuses sort of thing. And yeah, it was it was super tasty, but a lot of mouth breathing on that one. I'm just like, oh, that's so yeah. hot. What would be the, the third? I'm going to go with JT's Stupid Hot Wings. Like those are, those are clutch. I think those are really good wings, man. Lucky's they're Lucky's Inferno is also, I could talk about wings all day. Uh, there's so many good like wing quality places in Columbus and then good For sauces sure. there as well. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's so hard. 
It is, dude. It is. I get it. Do you, how do you feel about dry rubs? I know you're a sauce boss, but dry rub wings, you into it? I, I'm okay with it. Like, especially the Cajun seasoning. Dry rubs are, they're good. It, the wing has to be cooked well as well. Like, I, I don't want a skin that is super dry, like Christmas vacation, cutting open the turkey dry. Uh, <laughs> so as long as it adds to some of that moisture and that flavor, like I'll, I'll get that one, the dry rub. Fair enough. So uh, I asked you everything I wanted to ask you, but <laughs> If there's anything that we didn't talk about and you're like, oh God, when's he going to ask me about this? <laughs> Now's your time to shine. So if I missed anything, please just let me know. I don't think so. I mean, the the main thing is like, if, if you're interested about hot sauce at all, like talk to me. I, we're very active online. This is not something where we want to just dominate the hot sauce world. And like, we only care about business and money. It's more if you're interested in it, like we have a lot of great resources. We know a, a lot of different spots and recipes and just if you're interested in spicy stuff, like hit us up Instagram, Facebook, partlyfarms.com doesn't really matter where it's more just, we, we want people to enjoy something that is like super, uh, not supernatural, but just very natural mm -hmm. in, in that this is it's capsaicin is just science. Like it is science that the spicy thing is going to send different effects through me. And, you know, it, it's a lot of fun to talk about. So I'd say don't don't hesitate to reach out if you have additional questions or if you even think of any additional uh, later on, happy to talk through those as well. Dude, I think you're so incredibly kind. Like you've done so much research. You tried so hard. You've done countless recipe redos and you're just giving it all, all that information away for free. And I think that's really, really sweet. And I commend you on that. I think that's really ethical, great business. I think that's awesome. Well, thank you. Yeah, it's, uh, I don't know. I, I think it goes back to just in general, we'd, we're just trying to do our best. And so are a lot of other people. It takes a lot of guts to run a restaurant. And so that's something where we, we respect that. Like we're just selling bottles of hot sauce. The, the capital to, to get started there is much lower than, all right, I got to buy all the equipment for a kitchen. I got to source everything. I got to actually have folks come to my restaurant. So I, everything that's involved there and just, I don't know, the spicy world in general, there's, there's so much to give and the peppers just keep getting hotter. So it's, it's a blast to be a part of. Hell yeah. That's what that science is coming in. Just getting that pure capsaicin towards like That's almost right. an extract, but it's still technically peppers. <laughs> really wild stuff. We're getting close, getting close. Hey, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I really appreciate it. Remember to tell a friend, subscribe. And if you haven't, please leave us a five-star review. Thank you.